Hello and thank you for tuning in to Route 150, a ministry of FBC New Hamburg. Today we'll be hearing from Pastor Sean. He's going to be doing a series based on a book by Paul Todges on anxiety knowing God's peace. Each podcast is a part of this 31-day devotional. We're really hoping to point you to find answers for everyday problems using the Word of God. We believe that every follower has the ability to continue to grow in their relationship with Jesus, and we really hope that this podcast will help. Well, hello. It is uh, so good to be back with you today. Um, we are back to season one in our study on anxiety, anxiety, knowing God's peace, based on the devotional by Paul Todges. Now, it has been a while. In fact, I think it was uh, like the third week of June um, since I've been doing this, but it is so good to be back. I, I knew I was going to be taking a break over the summer. Uh, we had a great summer uh, here at FBC, but it, it was crazy, like uh, in a good way, but a good crazy, but just trying to fit uh, camps and outdoor services and, and then went a couple weeks camping myself, and uh, it was busy, but... Uh, it was good, but we're really good to be back. And also, season two, the, the one that my daughter Elaine is, is doing, I am pretty sure she's still building those. So you're probably going to be seeing podcasts come out season one, season two. So just a reminder, for season one, that'll be mine on anxiety. And season two will be on Elaine's study. But again, it is good to be back. Now, I want to start out with a question for you. Um, 1 to 10, if you had to uh, rate, how, how important do you think it is to, to really guard what we're thinking, right? 1 to 10, how, 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 do you believe what you think is, it, it matters? Well, it probably, if you're listening to this, anyways, you're probably concerned about spiritual issues, so you're probably going, yeah, yeah, it's pretty important. And, and this bit of a side note, I'm not trying to be legalistic in, in any way, but I tell you, we just, uh, as, uh, as followers of Jesus in the world that we live in, guard what you're watching and listening to. Like, it, is, it is hard enough to think the right things without trying to you know, be able to cope with ingesting stuff that is just contrary to the, the, the mind of Christ. But, but anyways, that's not really our point today. But, but thinking does matter, and, and that is our point. But we've got some challenges, right? The Bible is very uh, straight up that, you know, before we came to Christ, before we were actually what the Bible calls being born again, it describes our, our thinking in, in not very uh, nice terms. It actually says our thinking was futile. Uh, guess what, how it rates our understanding as darkened. And if you don't believe me, just check out Ephesians 4, verses 17 and 18. Now, I don't know about you, but the thought of, you know, trying to think in a darkened condition is not real appealing. You know, just, you know, physically we don't, unless we're sleeping, we want light accessible to us. We had a, a bad storm here in the New Hamburg area just a couple days ago. And when I see a storm like that coming, and it's kind of kind of cool to watch it come in the radar sort of thing, and but... But then when it happens, it's just like, hmm, I better go get my flashlight, right? Because it was like bedtime. And, and, and so sure enough, when I went to bed during that storm, I had my, my big DeWalt flashlight with me um, because if something would happen, I don't want to be a spot where I don't have access to light. And 
before we came to Christ, understand that we were in that darkened uh, condition. But the good news is, right, as followers of Jesus Christ, we've experienced this new birth. It, the Bible makes it really clear in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 that we've got the, the Holy Spirit living inside of us. That's pretty powerful when you begin to unpack that. And you know, after all, the, in terms of thinking, the Holy Spirit knows the mind of God. We've got the Word of God, right? We, it, it, it always, uh, I, sh I shouldn't say disheartens me, but it's always a, a concern when I, when I know of someone who would claim to be a follower of Christ and, hey, how's reading your Bible going? You know, oh, well, yeah, yeah, and they kind of mumble a bit, you know, so you're reading it right well, well, yeah. But I'm telling you what a blessing it is. We've got God's word to us. It takes work, granted, to, to be able to understand and, and, and figure out what's exactly going on, but again, it's the words of God, and there's so many available helps. But anyways, we've also, so we've got the Holy Spirit living inside us. We've got God's written word to us. But we've also got this new nature thing going. Like 1 Corinthians 5, 7 actually calls us new creatures. Okay, so get to the point of this. Why am I saying all this? Well, with all that, as followers of Jesus Christ, we actually have a responsibility a responsibility. I, I, it's actually interesting as I was preparing this, this podcast, I'm actually, you know, getting fairly close to uh, at least having a draft ready for my sermon this week. And it was amazing the overlaps. And, and one of the passages that we're looking at, at this Sunday, and this is our study on bitterness, um, it, it is Ephesians 4, verses 22 to 24. And, and the, the devotional here makes mention of as well, because if you're familiar with that passage, that's Paul's words to us, and basically, if you want to grow in Christ, he's telling you how to do it, right? He basically says you need to, to put off and put on. And, and anyways, it's, it's, it's a really, uh, well, it's biblical, and it's, and it's actually a very easy concept to understand, Right? It's, it's hard to do sometimes, well, a lot of the times, but easy. So if we have, if we've got thinking or behaviors that are contrary to what God's desire would be to do us, we don't just stop doing it. We put on something else, something else that would be reflective of his desire for us. Uh, you know, Romans 12 talks about us renewing our mind. So our, our thinking is important. And we've got, you know, we had this bad start because of our, you know, this is our natural thinking, but we've got all these things going for us. And all of which I'm all saying can help change our thinking. So, question, how's that going for you? You know, it, it, it's always, if uh, I'm going to release this uh, podcast before I actually preach my sermon, and, and so I hope I'm not... Uh, I'm um, going to lose anybody on my sermon, but I'm going to tell a story um, that Steve Byers tells or, or records in his book on bitterness that we're studying. But anyways, it's, if you've ever heard of this before, it's a story of Solomon Northrup. Um, it's, it's a very powerful story. And basically what it is, like he was, uh, like this is like, you know, I think 1808 he was born. So this is before the, 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 the Civil War, before all of that. He actually, fortunate for him, was born in New York. So he was born in the North, so he was born a free man. Even though in the Southern U.S., 
there was still a lot of hardcore slave conditions, horrible stuff. But, but anyways, uh, the reason I tell the story is because what happened to Solomon is uh, he was a, an entrepreneur type th- guy, you know, he, he got his own business going, he married, had three kids. His wife says uh, she's going to do this um, short cooking job. Not quite sure what all that, that looked like, but she was taking her three kids. It wasn't going to be long, but they're going to be gone, and she was going to do this, and then she was going to come back. Now, you need to know that Solomon was also an accomplished fiddle player. And uh, so when his wife and family is gone, uh, one of the leaders of the town comes with two men that he doesn't know. They're from out of town. And since he's an accomplished fiddle player, they say, hey, would, would you kind of come on? We're doing this, this musical. You could play fiddle for it. They promise lots of money. And guess what? You'll be back by the time your, your wife and family get home. That was a lie. They drugged him, they chained him, and they took him deep down the southern U.S. He was a slave, born free, but he was a slave. He he didn't have a choice. It wasn't a mistake that that he made. Now, he does get freed, and that's an incredible story on his own, but my point is his slavery, he didn't have a choice. But we do have a choice. Right? In terms of our desires to please God and to let our thinking honor Him, we have a choice. So, okay, now let's, let's, let's flip to our topic of anxiety and, and think about maybe an anxious moment that you have recently had. You know, I think it would be fair to say that those types of thoughts that come in that condition, they, they feel like it, they trap us, right? Whatever it would be, maybe it's a, it's a job issue that's kind of going south on you. Maybe it's a health issue that is some, uh, some concern. Maybe family-wise, right? The, any of those could produce a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry. But if we let our thoughts dwell there, we are allowing our mind to go in an ungodly direction. Okay, I've been doing a lot of talking, haven't given a lot of scripture, but let me, actually, I've just really got one for you today. It's, it's, a, it's a really short one. Um, you're likely familiar with it, especially if you've read the book of Philippians. It's, it's Paul writing in Philippians 4, verse 8, and, and this directly relates to our thinking. And remember, this is a command. He says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think of these things. Okay, so direct our thoughts. Maybe it seems a little elusive, but it's, it's, in other ways, it's very clear. Things that are honorable, things that are just, things that are pure, things that are lovely, commandable, excellent, worthy of our praise. So, so we're, we're going through whatever we're going through. Where do we want our minds to land on this? It, it, but, and remember, does this seem, is this just like a futile exercise? No, not at all. Remember what we said at the beginning. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, a born-again child of God, you have the Holy Spirit. You have God living in you. He, he wrote you a book, right? And, and he also made you a new creation. And so 
He's got a different way of thinking, and he's offering to help you get there. The question is, do we want to get there, and do we believe that his words are true? So I guess my point is this. This is very simple. Don't let worries rob you. And if you want all those attributes that I give, if you're, if you're struggling to think of, well, what, what does that mean? Just start writing down for yourself traits about Jesus. Because all those attributes, that, that, that's him, right? Why not, you're feeling anxious, why not pray to ask God to help you think on those things? After all, as we talked about in our last podcast, prayer actually guards our heart. And lastly, and this didn't come from the devotional book, this is just a suggestion for me, is, you know, surround yourself with people that think this way, right? Those who, they're not, no one's perfect, but those who, generally speaking, embody a life that is thinking positively, positively being the way God defines as positive. If, if we are just um, surrounding ourselves with you know, worldly advice, surrounding ourselves with grumbling and complainers and people who worry, it, man, that, that, that kind of leaches into to our life as well. Okay, well, there you have it. That's our first podcast um, since the summer. But, but you, I, I haven't forgotten. You're thinking, oh, he, he's not doing homework anymore. Eh, wrong answer. No, he is. Um, and again, um, I, obviously I can't make you do this, but these, you'll find, and anytime we want to change, uh, in terms of just putting effort and work into it, these types of things that, that I'm suggesting that you do really do go a long way. So I would um, get a pen, get a paper, and reflect, and, and these are coming directly from the booklet. Um, but anyways, reflect when you were anxious, anxious what negative thought was commonly occupying your mind? Because if we want to put off and put on, right, we got to figure out exactly what the put off is. What is that? And, and that can be a prayer item. And this is something for you to do. Um, Paul Todgers suggests create a think positive chart in your journal. On the left column, list negative thoughts. On the right column, this po contrasting positive truths that are based on Scripture. Well, anyways, it has been so good to, to be with you. I hope this is a blessing. If it has been, love to hear from you. But anyways, have a good day, and we'll touch base with you next time. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope that the ministry of Route 150 helps you on your road to becoming more like Christ. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to FBC.